In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, This is my commandment. Love one another as I have loved you. A man can have no greater love than to lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I shall not call you servants any more because a servant does not know his master's business. I call you friends because I have made known to you everything I have learned from my father. You did not choose me, no, I chose you. And I commission you to go out and to bear fruit, fruit that will last. And then the Father will give you anything you ask him in my name. What I command you is to love one another. The Gospel of the Lord This passage begins and ends with the new commandment of our Lord, love one another. Seems simple enough, but then love is such a fluid term that unless our Lord elaborates further, it may very well end up being confused with so many other notions of love. Thank God our Lord did not leave anything to chance. In this short passage, our Lord unpacks the meaning of the word. He began by saying that the golden standard of love by which all loves are to be measured, and which all of us must choose to imitate, is the love which Christ offers us. Love one another, as I have loved you. There is nothing subjective or relativistic about the love which Christians must possess. So many today perceive love as tolerance, all-inclusive and non-judgmental. We imagine love can be incarnated in an endless variety of ways and no one is in a position to invalidate another person's expression of love. This often ends up in the blurring of moral boundaries and excusing sin in the name of love. No, love is not something subjective. It is undoubtedly objective and therefore anchored in truth. We must love as Christ loved us and Christ never gave excuses for sin in the name of the love of love. The first begs the question, how did Christ love us? First, Christ's love is sacrificial. A man can have no greater love than to lay down his life for his friends. The perfect expression of Christ's love was a sacrifice of his life on the cross for our redemption. Second, our Lord's love for us is one based on friendship rather than one of subservience between master and servant. A servant does as he is told, but a friend does it willingly out of love. Third, there are no secrets between friends. Our Lord tells us, I call you friends because I have made known to you everything I have learned from my Father. We can have no secrets from Christ, and He, on the other hand, reveals to us all we can know about His unfathomable identity. Fourth, authentic friendship has to be deliberate and intentional. An amazing thing is that it is the Lord who takes the first step in initiating this relationship. Finally, such friendship is fruitful, and not just in a transitory sort of a way, but in a lasting one. Fruits that will last. 
So let us love one another as the Lord has loved us. If we can love in a selfless, self-giving, self-effacing way, then we can heed St. Augustine's exhortation without hesitation. Love and do what you will. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.